Okay, you got to keep some tabs on us. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they like, you know, once they hear you, they want to hear, you know, everything. You know, they they want to follow you on your journey. And, Aww. you know, and, and I noticed that with my fans because it's like if a girl, if I ain't had a girl on in a minute, like they hit me with a, a, a you know, a DM or a message saying, so when you going to bring such and such back? You, you ain't had a back <laughs> on it. <laughs> we loved her. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you like me. <laughs> God, if if I was still active, I would work with you, but I would shoot with you. <laughs> Stop. And people, look, I, I'm right there. It's funny as hell, right? Because I got like the post where she went to taco, right? And she bit mm -hmm. the taco and did like a pop lock. <laughs> hey now, hey now. I'll, I'll pop it for some tacos. I'm not gonna lie to you. That must be some good ass taco, cause you know food is good when you dance out this mug. You know what I'm saying? You know what it is? That's the attitude leaving my body. That's what me eating is. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, it was it was funny cause look at this uh, TikTok video. They said the, the things that people do when they eat. And they was like, when a person eat eat the food, they do a dance, can't be so good. He like, dude, ate like. <laughs> Boy, I like I that. I said, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my goodness, baby girl. Yeah, she is gorgeous. I, see, she got me over here speechless, yo, for real. I'm like, damn. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, how have your day been? How has your weekend been? Has 2023 treated you so far? You know what? We took off running, and I don't think we've stopped. <laughs> we've we're at a see. full sprint. <laughs> oh God. How just, long you been in the business? I'm a baby. I really just started with iHeartBBW in September, August, September. Mm. So I'm I'm just a baby in the game. <laughs> see, it's just crazy because a lot of y'all that come in that be like just a year. It's like the way y'all move is like y'all been in it for like five or six. Oh, <laughs> so well, y'all tell me. That. You go, okay, okay. When you tell me that, I'm like, she just starting. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Feel like she been you know here what? for a minute. I try. My thing is, even if I'm not making the mistakes, if I'm not moving and grooving, like I'll learn from somebody else. I take everything as a learning opportunity from whoever I meet. So you know, gotta Most play it definitely. smart. Most definitely. So, hello. My smokers, hey. how y'all doing? And welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for you to start your own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile start podcast today. I'm your host, Kevin Alvin, Southern Champ, a.k.a. The Porn Rap Star. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com backslash Porn Rap Star. Let me tell you about four wonderful sponsors that we love so much. The first one being lsworld.com, the Facebook of the LS community. Next up, the hottest adult mag on the web, eroticismmagazine.com. Next up, 90% profit for you content creators and for you consumers. A new place where you consume triple X content. I'm talking about excitebunny.com. And last but not least, nominated, award winning. I'm talking about some um, voiceover smut. Blush Erotica. So go to blusherotica.com and see the hottest porn stars in the game fucking the breaks off each other with some hot poetry. <laughs> Erotic poetry over time, it. It, baby, and mm -hmm. it's not corny. Also, 
proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go over to shopgwdistrict.com and buy from over 500 black-owned retailers and shops. Also, five days a week, go over to fullyswapradio.com and listen to me every morning, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Also, check me out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as the BGP LLC app. Hello, Gerald Roberts. How you doing, my brother? So I'm going to sit back and let this sexy island, beautiful, voluptuous, and she loved tacos and loved to <laughs> make dudes toes curl with her mouth. Introduce herself. Period. Hello, babes. My name is Makana Moon, a.k.a. Island Girl. Brand new to the game, but you can find all the links on my Twitter. No Island doubt. underscore girl. No doubt, no doubt. So you just came from doing this shoot. After, I did. So I tell did. us about your shoot, baby. Um. So I was got my start in boudoir modeling. So that's okay. what I was doing today, was doing some more boudoir content. Um, shooting some stuff for Valentine's Day, getting a little messy, you know, the fun stuff, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was super cute. I had a little, like, red lingerie moment with an apron, mixing up some batter, dripping the chocolate. It was good times. Oh, no doubt. And see, what people, that is actually food fetish. We call that food fetish. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. And believe me, that makes money out of this piece. That's my lane. (laughs) (laughs) So how long were you doing bourgeois before you broke into porn? Um, Not very long. I want to say about six to eight months before Carrie found me. Um, Mm -hmm. Miss Carrie Anthony is the one who I connected and linked with, and she brought me in for iHeartBBW in about September of this last year. Yeah. Okay, now when she hit you up, did you know how much of a legend she was? So I actually just accidentally popped in on her live. She was doing a live with the girls on Instagram. And I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. Y'all out here showing out for the big girls. Like, that's what's up. Um, She said, put in an application. I sent her my photos. And she's like, yeah, you're coming on tour. Like, get ready. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she saw you coming. She was like, oh, she got to be in my fashion show, damn it. You gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's like I me and Platinum kind of came in the game at the same time. And right. Platinum is literally a legend in this game. Like she is a pioneer with not only content creation but the BBW game. Oh yeah. In, in you know, period. So it's it's a lot that ladies can learn from her. You know, even to the point that she was the only one that started an all BBW um, cam house. And and before, there was no BBW fashion show until she stepped on the scene for yep. and everything. So how was it, you know, you know, working with her, doing the fashion show and all that stuff? It's been one of the, like, coolest journeys that I've done. It's mm-hmm. To have this group of women that not only are we just having a blast, just rocking it on stage, showing off for an audience that is ready and open for us, like that's huge in and of itself. We'd be drawing some big ass crowds at Exotica, let me tell you. <laughs> but to also just have this sisterhood that I can hit any of them up anytime and be like, hey, what about this? Does How should I edit this? You know, what's... What's my lane here? How do I, you know? It's cool to have this just the entire sounding board of other really awesome women. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely because in years past you didn't see that. Yeah, you know, it was a lot of competition, cattiness, and the whole nine. But this generation, y'all really connect with each other and work with each other and help each other. You know, yeah. speak to having that that closeness and how it benefits you. Well, don't get me wrong. There's still some out there. You know, it is still a competitive game. Unfortunately, I don't. We're all fighting the same current. I feel like there's room for all of us to have our own lane, but. You know, I appreciate there's been, I would say, a heavy handful, more than half of the group that, like, I genuinely am probably going to carry for the rest of my life. Like, they're super close companions at this point. Yeah, most definitely. And plus, I'm pretty sure you met one of my um, close personal friends and member of the Smoke This Over family, Princess Havoc. Oh my um, goodness, yes. That, <laughs> that's, that's mama for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She she she's mama, all right. And she's a whole lot of fun. It, me, it, you know, for everybody, if you if you are not subscribed to Premium Smoke, we need to go over there and check out Cause and Havoc. Her her podcast is off the chain and she's a damn great podcast as well. So oh yeah. Super good. She just had Fairy on her show the other day too. I mean, she yeah. she really be doing a lot. And I'm proud of her every time. But she really she'd be momming me. She's like, Did you eat? Did you take a break? <laughs> Are you hydrating? <laughs> yeah, you know, but but that's the beauty of it because being mentored helps people in this business, you know, and a lot of times people don't get the opportunity to be mentored or work with or talk to people who've been in the business for a minute, whether it's a year or two or three years, you know, period. Right. So, how, so how it feels to be ingratiated and, 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 and embraced by people that have been in the business for a minute. Absolutely. It's been like, I don't know, it's so humbling because like, obviously I went in New Jersey Exotica was my first experience, my first fashion show, my first everything. And I came in bright eyed and bushy tailed and ready to rock and roll and just absorb everything I can. And to have this like super cool gang of women just like lift me up and be like, here, here's like a little user manual. Here's everything. Here's, you know, like, it's really cool to be like, okay, cool. I feel like I got some footing under me. Like, it's really nice. <laughs> yeah, I can believe it. So with that being said, what brought you to the triple X side of the business? Um, well, <laughs> I'd, so for me, the adult content side of it is really just about providing a creative outlet that not only is content that shows a unique body type like myself, um, but content that I enjoy and that is, I don't want to say more realistic, but there's, you know, content is still not 100% natural, I would say. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just trying to put out some good content that I believe in, that I think is good content for other people, um, that, you know, showcases bo- a plus size body without necessarily being fetishizing, you know, yeah. so, and that's what I'm just trying to do and enjoy myself in the meantime while I do it. <laughs> <laughs> true that, true that. So let's unpack your first foray into Triple X. So tell me yeah. about your first shoot that you did, you know, <laughs> and like what's some of the, con- you know, not misconceptions, but conceptions, you know, that you had walking in versus after you were done. Um, so my very first collaboration, because I still consider myself more of a content creator 
than a porn star. Um, just because I don't, my aim isn't necessarily to work with production companies. I'm, I'm cool making my own content and whatnot and having that creative freedom. You know, I'm um, but my first you a freaking porn star. Let's stop. You ain't yes, porn star. It doesn't yes, matter if you shot with major companies because you shooting with major talent. It's the equivalent. Now go ahead. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my first collab that I ever did um, was with Eli Daniel, AKA the naked trumpeter. Yeah, Chef's kiss. Let me tell you, (laughs) it was beautiful. I uh, the only so I went into Jersey being like, I'm not gonna shoot. I'm really just taking this as a learning opportunity, make the connections, network. But he came in with some swag and some positive energy that was unmatched, and I was like, okay, you know what? Like I'm down. Like, yeah, he didn't use a trumpet. All he did. I mean, he may have busted it out on the floor a couple times. I'm not going <laughs> to pretend like he I've didn't. I've talked to a girl that has been trumpeted. He then trumpeted everything. <laughs> no, and he flogged me almost every day. It was beautiful. I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> but, no, that was my first scene, and it was just super reassuring to be with somebody that was so completely professional Cause you know, uh, when you're, especially when you're new, when you're hot on the new stuff, everybody's in your DMs. Everybody's yeah. in there trying to do whatever, yada yada yada. But you know, he came prepared. We walked through everything beforehand. We set boundaries. We had an after session confession. Talked about how well we did within our boundaries. Like it was one of the most like comfortable interactions I've had. Period. <laughs> Outside of the industry, even like. Yeah. It was it was beautiful. Plus, your girl made a mess, which is always good for camera. <laughs> Wait a second, you squirt? Yep. Oh, so where so, do you think oh, the island right. comes from? So, dude, so, dude, so, so, trumpeter, you were swimming, huh? You oh were yeah. Swimming. Over here, snorkeling, no tank. <laughs> See, I, I love working with girls that squirt. But I'm the dude that I don't run from the squirt. I sit there and take it. I love it. It turns me on. <laughs> I sit there and take it in the mouth, spit it back on the pussy, just keep eating. It ain't shit to me, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's um. So did y'all have a cameraman or was it tripod POV? What? We did a little bit of everything. Like we really made a lot of content. It was just him and I, but we okay. did some GoPro. We did some like we had some tripod moments. We did a couple different angles. Mostly on the face, of course. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it was good. We got. I was I was impressed with how much we were able to do ourselves because up until that point, I really only made solo content and then a couple casual, you know, roadhead, couple things here, you know, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, I'm saying. So and because now, before we basically basically saying you were doing more of the amateurs amateur stuff. Yeah. Um. With you moving into the pro side of things, speak to the differences of filming on the pro side versus what you were doing before. Oh, absolutely. So as far as creatively, I am way more thoughtful about angles, lighting, clarity, quality of content, length of content, um, the before shoot, what am I putting out as a teaser? What am I putting out as the you know, the free one. What am I putting it out as the long one? You know, like there's a lot more thought that's going into it. Because <laughs> beforehand, it was very much like, here's my titties. I'm super cute. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because what a lot of people don't understand is that when we're fucking on camera, we're fucking for the camera. You know oh, absolutely. And we have to work the camera. Ladies have to make love to the camera. You know, period. It's it's a waltz between you and the male talent. So what's some of the things that Naked Trumpeter did? So these dumb fuckers that are watching my podcast to try and break into business can understand because it's, it's I call it pre-care. It's before the shoot. Things mm-hmm. that a producer, male talent does to help the lady become more comfortable, more relaxed, more in the mood, all that stuff so the scene will move flawlessly. Oh, absolutely. I think for me, the fact that we had a little bit of rapport going into it because we had spent the whole weekend at Exotica interacting on the floor, talking, you know, building that little bit of connection before we even entered the scene. That was huge for me. Um, So that alone, but as far as him on arrival, um, he came prepared. He brought out everything that he brought with him, explained what he brought, what it does, what he what I'm comfortable using. Like there was full communication the whole time um, as far as hard and soft limits. What are my boundaries? What can I work with? Um, and then just super reinforced and like, I, I felt so comfortable. It was beautiful. <laughs> the professionalism. I it never once felt like he was making a pass or he just wanted to make some content with me or like, you know, it was always, do you like the way this angle looks? Do you like the way this lighting is? Do you want to, you know, it was, I was included in all of that process, not me just showing up and getting fucked. So. Yeah, because um, the thing about it is that once you hit that professional level, you have to stay there. Because oh, yeah. I firm believe that when the fans see you a certain way, they expect to see it moving forward. And that's what I like about you. Because you give me, you give me pin up. You give me professional pictures. You give me professional looking shit. That's why I said I would never call you a content creator. To me, anytime female moves like that, she calls herself a content creator, you're cheapening yourself. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You know, because a lot of people say, well, no, you're a porn star unless you shoot with major companies. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. It's how you shoot and who you work with. Because to me, if you work with the same guys that they're booking and you're shooting just like they're shooting, they, they kind of make you a porn star. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. So now, yeah. So did you go to the DC one too? I did. Yeah, did you do any work at the DC? Um, so DC, in contrast to Jersey, is a lot smaller. It was definitely a different vibe, in my opinion. Um, yeah. I still made content. I made content with some of the girls. It was more like fun because it's right in December. So we did some fun like. Let's build a gingerbread house together. Like, I saw you know, that. yeah. Friend of the show, Amazon Honey. Hey, baby. Miss Honey herself, let me tell she you. She is so sweet, yo. She is so sweet and adorable. <laughs> That's my girl. I'm telling you. Like, she's going to do she some is. stuff out here. I'm telling yes. you. Yes, yes. And she's tall as shit. <laughs> and I told her, I say, I say, I say, I say, I'll be a dude. If I work with you, you will see no fear in me. I like tall women anyway. But I'm but t- yeah, like, it's... okay, I, so I'm not that tall. I'm like five six, five seven, but I'm taller than the majority of the girls on our team. So when she came along, I was like, thank God, <laughs> I need another big bitch out here to make me not feel like a giant. <laughs> like, please. <laughs> 
So, um, when you was on the floor with the Exoticas, how did it feel with the male talent and the, and, and the fans coming up to you and gracing you? Oh, I love it. I love, for me, I'm very much an introvert, but I can switch on that, like, network vibe, the, the charismatic people person. I'm here to, like, make you smile. Go ahead and, you know, go ahead and flirt with me. Flirt with me. Come on. <laughs> I was out here. I had my business cards. I had my stickers. I said, go ahead and take me home with you. Come on. <laughs> and see, now that's interesting that you said that because I always taught never leave the fans with nothing. So, um, speak to the process of getting your materials or advertising materials, promotional materials together. I mean, for me, so I'm from Oregon in a, in a smallish town. Um, it's real hard to get anything even slightly provocative printed. <laughs> like it's real hard, like Walgreens declined, Walmart declined, not that we're dropping their names, but, um, FedEx was the only one that would print all my, all my materials. So. I definitely, I did business cards, I did stickers, we did some photo prints and stuff for signing. It was, yeah, I kept it pretty basic for Jersey and DC, but I am, I think I'm going to bring some more merch to Chicago. I'm yeah, building oh, enough. Because yeah. I'm sorry, your, your your logo, the cartoon logo, yeah, that yeah. Needs, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, people will buy that shit, I'm telling you. <laughs> Should I get you cool. one? The, Get you a little beanie or something? Oh, I, I might do that. You know what I'm saying? I might do that one day, most definitely. I actually like the picture. Who drew that? Say that again? The, the, who drew the, uh, your, your picture logo? Um, um, So there's a Instagram page, and I believe they're Cool Girls It. Um, But they did a whole bunch of us in the iHeartBBW group. Made us little, like, Honey has one, I have one. Um, But it's so cute. And they are great at what they do. I appreciate that they put my tattoo in it because that's like my yeah. little sprinkle of me. <laughs> yes, and that's and I see it's island islandish per se, um, kind of like Samoan. What's that? Now, you, and hold on, you didn't do it the traditional way. You you did the ink way, right? So I no, I didn't do old school, but I definitely went to somebody who is versed because I'm Micronesian. Um, and tribal tattoos in and of themselves are like a whole language. And yes. so you have to like really go to someone who understands what they're putting on your body and understand what they're, you know. So it's one of those things like somebody else who's Micronesian can see it and be like, oh, there she is. I know where she's from. I know her story. Yeah. You know. And this hot as fuck because like, like I watch wrestling heavy. So between The Rock and The Usos and Roman, I be looking at their tats. I be wanting to get one of my damn self. Because them shits be beautiful, yo. Straight up. I mean, and then when I saw a documentary of how they traditionally do it, I said, I see why them motherfuckers tough as shit. <laughs> you got to I mean, that shit. I'm sorry. If I would have done mine traditional, I would have been there a hot minute. Mine was nine and a half hours in and of itself. So. Yes, because you had majority your leg done to your foot. So I knew that was painful, especially when it got to the feet. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. The foot was definitely the most uncomfortable. Ooh. Because so people don't understand with tattoo, the more, the less meat, the more painful. Trust me on I mean, I got plenty of meat, but not on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, most definitely. So did you go to AVN? I did go to AVN. So tell me about your experience at the first attended AVN in three years. 
Well, so it was my first AVN period. So it was a whole experience in of itself. Um, it was crazy different than Exotica. I'm used to Exotica where it's like, as long as your nipples and your clits covered, like you're solid. <laughs> like that's pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I, I, I heard. I heard that they were very censored in this. So one. strict. So strict. I mean, I was wearing like just a cute little baby doll piece and some cheekies and like everything was covered. But they were like, ma'am, you might need to change. You can't walk through the casino like that. <laughs> yeah, because um, I know that most years. Well, one, I heard that the strip itself is trying to become more family friendly. Which I mm. find it kind of funny because this is fucking Vegas. Who the fuck want to take their family to Vegas? Have <laughs> You even going to get some pussy and gambling. That's what you you going to party and gamble. You ain't thinking about taking the family around. So that's crazy that they changed it. And I kind of talked to a couple of people that went, and they were like, "Yeah, it was way more tame than normal." And to me, that kind of worries me because um, it might turn off a lot of fans because the fans they want to see y'all turned up. Well, it just, it definitely felt like AVN were for the creators. It didn't feel like it was for the fans at all. Mm. Like, when we were out there, just like numbers-wise and interaction-wise, it didn't feel like there was many fans out there, especially compared to Exotica, where it's everybody's out there. Um, But I definitely still had value in it. I networked my ass off and met some people and talked to everybody, and my face just being there for me is paying off in the long run and you know so i still found value it was different <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah because see the thing about it is it's it's our oscars you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying for the industry and and all the big fuckers are there so oh, it's yeah. an opportunity for ladies to network possibly get sponsorship possibly become spokesmodels you know as well as even show off to the major companies and stuff like that so did you do any shoots in vegas while you was there? Um, I did. I worked um mostly with Miss Pink Plush. We did some work together. Pink Plush. I interviewed her too. <laughs> we did some great ass. Co- I can't even begin to tell you. Like it's a. We did a Valentine's Day one, and then we did a coconut cream pie eating one. That was Chef's kiss. Um, I worked with. Anthony's Diary, which is one of our newer like content creators that I met through TikTok, because that's where my main fan base is, is through TikTok. So, um, but worked with him and did some massage content, and that was super fun. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, you see, massage with happy India, just a straight up massage. Um, sensual massage. I I won't say full happy ending, but happy definitely ending. seductive. Ooh. So, so you real fetish happy person. Say that again. I say you real fetish heavy. Fetish heavy. I mean, I embrace the fetish. That's because that's where a lot of the money is in the market. Yeah, true. For sure. <laughs> um, but I think there's a way to do fetish without over-fetishizing yourself, if that makes sense. True, true, true. Because I think that I always talk about ladies expanding their repertoire. Part of that is is not so dependent upon boy-girl and drifting into doing fetish stuff. Because to be honest with you, it's more the boy girls, the advertising, the fetish plays to a more niched market per se. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and the whole nine. So speak to ladies being open 
to doing more fetish content with their boy girl content? Oh, absolutely. I think for me, at least creatively, I've made some of my favorite content with a partner um, that's fetish related only because, especially when it's with somebody like I'm close with and I have a connection with outside of the industry, like Pink Flush, we can play into it together and have a, like, it's so much fun to shoot. Like we did the coconut cream pie one, which was us just being like, mm, this is so good. I don't know if I can take another bite. I'm so full, da, 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 da. But it was just genuinely us having a good time. And my fans ate that shit up. <laughs> They're like, ooh, you know what I mean? Like. It, I think genuine content comes across so much better than when you have to act. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. See, that's even when I do when I used to do role play scenes with females. We did. I didn't write no script. We did improv. I told oh, yeah. them, I gave them bullet points and said, act it out the way that you would, because the more natural she is, the better that scene comes out. Because oh, they already think we're faking it, which we're not faking it. Because I'm sorry, nope. if dude nutted. It ain't fake, okay? <laughs> the pussy was good. We was fucking, you know. And um, so, why do you didn't do much boy girl? Um. So, I'm at least for me personally, I'm trying to step away from the narrative that. Well, it's not a bad narrative that all BBWs are just throwout goats that we're just here to get railed. You know, like there's there's a little bit of a narrative that's just an over-sexualization in my mind. Um, so I'm trying to lean more into the sensual seduction of like, you can, you can love my body and you can, we can have beautiful fucking gorgeous sex, but it doesn't have to be this primal, you know, yeah, de yeah. almost degrading lane. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Because I had this conversation we lost sensual sex when OnlyFans came in. Yep. You know, period. Because even to the point, like, when I used to shoot, I asked a girl, do you kiss? I hated a girl that didn't want to kiss. And to me, it, sensual, slow, methodical sex sells better than me fucking you hard for 15 minutes. You know, <laughs> no, seriously. Because no, I dude, believe it. Talent, if you pound it for 15 minutes, dude, guess what? That scene going to be 10 minutes because your ass going to come fast. You know, <laughs> and there's certain things that the fans want to see. They want to see the dick going in, in and out the pussy. They can't do that if you're doing this the whole time. <laughs> you know, seriously. They, right. Because even to the point when you have a cameraman, and for any male talent that's watching this, understands, they want to see the dick. They want to see how much of the dick that you're taking, especially if you're working with a Richard Mann or if you're working with a Don Prince or somebody or that has a huge cock, okay? They want to see how much <laughs> of that cock she's taking. And if you notice the more experienced male talents, they change up the pace. They slow it up. They might beat it up for a second and they dial it back and slow it. Plus, also, you got to think about the angles that we got to do, such as, like I tell females, you know, that side angle, when he hit the doggy, we got to turn our body angrily so he can see the dick going in the pussy. You can't do that. You pound the dog. <laughs> it doesn't feel natural at all, but, you know, yeah. it's for the camera. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of like, to me, that's where point is heading back. 
because mm-hmm. I'm noticing that a lot of guys want to kiss. A lot of guys want to eat the pussy now. They want to be a little bit more slow and methodical and everything. And plus, also, I'm seeing more role play scenes now. Not because I think what happened was when OnlyFans came in and motherfuckers started making quick money off a six minute video with no nut. Yep. Some of these people didn't even come. Or if they did come, that was it. Who the fuck? Why the fuck I'm going to pay $50 to watch a six minute video? Really? Right. <laughs> I bet I better see twenty minutes and some goddamn going hard with it. So and you do kiss during scenes, right? Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you like you a good kisser too. I mean <laughs> This face card like doesn't decline. <laughs> so but like this, do you see that a lot of male talents want to do sensual or they just want to pound? The ones that I've interacted with, absolutely. Um, just because I'm huge on, I need to at least have a little bit of rapport. I need to know that we vibe a little bit in person before I'm just like, yeah, let's shoot. Because um, I don't like to fake. I don't like to play pretend if it's not for fun. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like. Yeah, no. Because like I said, we have to woo each other. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, um, make you feel. Like I want you, you make me feel like I want, like that you want me. It's not about where we gonna fuck off camera, you know. Period. That ain't about it. But you thirsty motherfuckers, you already get the pussy. What the fuck you need more for? But anyway, <laughs> the point being is, you don't even know if she married or not, nigga. But anyway, my point is, is that we have to woo each other, you know. Period, mm-hmm. and make each other feel good. And a lot of times, guys don't understand that. They don't right. understand the difference between being flirty and thirsty. There's a huge right. difference. And I be hating when motherfuckers don't understand it because if you get that thirsty moniker, your career is done. Well, and it's one of those things that some of the best interactions I've had with male content creators were ones that completely left the ball in my court. They didn't mm-hmm. pressure me. They didn't, you know, come back, you know, like Igor Knight, probably one of my favorite people to work with. Because he hit me up before I even went to Jersey. He said, I know you're going to Jersey. I'd love to work with you if you're open to it. And I was like, no, I'm not shooting while I'm out there. I'm just taking, you know. And he was totally fine with it. I know he was like, she said she won't go shoot. He saw Nigga Trumpet and plowing it. Got there. Like, Damn it. I mean, we met in person, though. And yeah. it was a whole different energy. And I was like, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because that. I tell anybody that's the reason and why because sometimes it takes you meeting them in person to close the deal. Oh, absolutely. Because it's one thing to see your Twitter feed. It's another thing that you meet them in person because you might get a totally different feeling and a vibe when you meet them in person that might help you decide, yeah, I wouldn't mind working with them. You know, period. Yep, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Now, speaking about that, working with somebody, for all you guys, I know y'all waiting for the question that I wanted to ask before I get to the best part of the show what the things that you look at when it comes to male talent and even to a certain extent female talent that will able you to say i will work with you for content trade what they have to bring to the table other than being good looking in a big dick <laughs> hey shout out to the average dick too i'm just saying if they can throw it average dick as well got there what, what they got to um, <laughs> Um, for me, it's all about quality of content. If I can see that you're taking it seriously, I'm going to take you a lot more serious. Um, you know, if it's, you know, quality, um, if you, 
for me, I always like to see at least a couple other plus size ladies that you worked with. Cause I'm not trying to be the one experimental. <laughs> mm, interesting. Let's unpack that real quick. Let's unpack yeah. that. Because I've been in a situation where when I, I start, I cut my teeth with BBWs. Mm-hmm. That's why I can tell motherfuckers, BBWs since 2010 been the top money makers in this fucking business. Fuck what y'all think about those skinny girls. Trust me on that. And whenever I tried to broaden my horizons to smaller girls, they was like, they looked at with God, all you shoes with BBWs, all you shoes with BBWs, you sure that I'm the one that you want. And sometimes you want to switch up the pace because you don't want to leave money on the table. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just like I started with black girls and eventually I started working with white girls, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, if you do see a dude that he mostly got smaller girls, what do he have to prove to you to show that he's not just doing it because he just want a big girl to fuck, that he's literally just trying to expand his repertoire and he wants to start. Well, and, and that's where the conversation comes because it's one of those things that I'm okay doing fetish work, but it's within a comfort level of fetish. Um, and what his idea of what kind of content he wants to shoot with me, you know, because at the end of the day, it has to represent both our brands well. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, because just looking at you, I have, I would have had a prevalent of scenes that I would have done with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <I did. laughs> Role playing everything. So, um, also, I always tell females, you want experience male talent because iron sharpens iron. You know, mm-hmm. period. Um, just like you were talking about with with Naked uh, Trumpeter, he been there, he done it before. Because we as men have the hardest job, we have to keep it hard in some serious conditions. You know, I've been there where I, I can feel the cameraman dick on my ass as I'm pounding over back from the back because he's trying to get that over the top angle. Like I'm right. Like, <laughs> in between my legs to get that underneath, especially if she's a squirter because if she's squirting, you hit the doggy style just right. Mm. Yes, sir. You know. Don't talk to so, me like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I used to love being able to know when a girl can squirt because I know when to pull back, especially when I do a POV to catch mm-hmm. that squirt. Oh man, I loved it. I done fucked up a camera too because the girl squirted. But uh, <laughs> putting it on the I had so funny story. Naked Trumpeter, he was using one of the wands, you know, that plug in. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I, I may or may not have broke it <laughs> on accident. <laughs> um, How y'all be breaking wands? God dang, that's on the click. They ain't going in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> couldn't handle the ocean. You must have, so, you must shit. You. Ocean got them to sound like a goddamn motherfucking waterfall with the ocean. If you broke I mean, that. tsunami, pumanami. What do you want me to say? See, that's why she says she's the island girl. She got that wet ass push. She got that wall. Period. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So, people, y'all know what time it is. It's the favorite time of that show. It's the time where the pussies go dry, the dicks go limp. They talk about the business. So, you have sites, you've been doing solo, you've been doing some stuff on your own before you got in here. Um, a lot of people walk through this industry thinking that this is easy, easy money. The money comes quick. It's a lot of money. So, walking in, did you have that same thought process? 
Um, I had an understanding that as a female, there's some privilege. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit easier than it is for a man. Absolutely. Um, but I also understood it takes some fucking work. Like, you know, the discipline alone, the self-motivation alone to continue to shoot, to continue to put content out, to stay up to date on social media, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because no cause you always hear everybody brag about the money that they make, but they don't never talk about what they had to do to get that money. The hustle, the, the, the yeah. grind in and out for it, you know, yeah, and I'm man. still learning and building and growing. Like, I'm still finding my lane and like this is 100% part time for me still too like I work a full 9 to 5 throughout the week oh uh, you ain't the only one baby you, you, it's fun yep. to have jobs we do have Trust oh yeah me. you know period and um I tell anybody you have a 9 well one you need a 9 to 5 because it's kind of hard to to say to your renter yeah I do porn because some motherfuckers would not rent to you because of it so it's kind of mm -hmm. you know and on top of that also taxes and all that good shit so I tell females, you don't quit that job until porn forces you to because you're making too much money. Mm -hmm. You know, period. So it's nothing wrong with having a job, baby. Shit, I have a job, and I'm doing podcasts. What that you? <laughs> I'm <laughs> off work this weekend. Goddamn, I'm happy out this bitch. <laughs> I think I'm just a workaholic. I'm a glutton for, for the punishment, I guess. <laughs> but see, you got to be in this business because what this era made females become is their own business woman. Because right. now they have to really run the business. It's it just it, and themselves and everything. And also they learn to expand their territory within the porn industry, such as doing webcams, such as doing custom videos, such as doing phone sex and stuff like that. So what's some of the other stuff that you do besides the actual filming that helps make you money in this industry? I mean, I definitely the video chats are a big a big pool. I try to book them all one day a week and just bust those out uh custom videos although i've definitely as i've kind of built and grown a little bit my customs have gotten more and more unique <laughs> and yeah, i definitely I had to be like mm, i'm not the right content creator for you for that one <laughs> like i appreciate tell you me about i'm glad that you think I is, tell me about one of the wildest requests for a custom you had um and this is my thing i never yuck somebody else's yum as long as it's consensual and safe and yada yada um, but I had an individual that really was into puppy play and it's not my wheelhouse. Like, I just don't know enough about it. I haven't practiced it, but I was like, okay, we can sprinkle a little, like, you know, a little bit of it in there. But then they wanted me to potty train them. <laughs> and I was like, this is when I'm going to have to bow out. <laughs> yes. You be man, some of them damn requests for them customs, it'd be mind blowing, yo. It'd be mind blowing, you know. Right. Even to the point where uh do you sell underwear, any of that stuff, you have requests for that? Say you that have again. For your, do you have requests for your underwear or anything like that? Um I mean I've had a... yeah. <laughs> If you ain't I've been in the game long enough, but just wait. Just give it time. I give know. it time. I've I've had time. some weird requests, but nothing nothing too crazy. So and you still do your solos, correct? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I'm not gonna stop fucking myself. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> plus it plus the watery ending just makes it better out of this beat. So how often do you film to keep up with the demand of updates? Um, I try and post 
I know it's not as frequent as the algorithm wants, um, but I try and it's film. Not bad, really. <laughs> but bad, right? will trust me. Um, but I do, I try and do a solo content, a collab content, some behind the scenes, some boudoir within every week that I'm posting. So however that falls, I try and bulk film on the weekends. Cause like I said, I work nine to five so, yeah. and release it throughout the week. <laughs> yeah. Because see, the hardest part is balancing it all, working oh, yeah. nine to five, dealing with family and being able to chase this. So how do you balance it? Um, a lot of caffeine and gummies. <laughs> yeah, she smokes people, obviously, when she said gummies, but I'll leave that alone. Smokers Lounge, here we go. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, if I gotta sleep, I gotta sleep hard. That's all I'm saying. Uh, you ain't never lied out this piece. Because even with me, I had to smoke a blunt before I shot. I ain't gonna front. And even after this, you had to smoke. So, because everybody got their advice and what they need to get up and get their mind right away. Because people don't realize this is also a mental thing. There's mental prep and there's physical prep for shoes. Oh, know, yeah. Pain or what have you. So, like, speak to some of the prep that you do before you do shoes. I mean, I think the mental drain of it all is kind of why I stepped back from the boy-girl collab a little bit. I was like, let me just focus on the solo, focus on the fetish and get myself right. And then, like, I can always revisit it. Um, as far as the mental prep though it's it's a lot i mean physically as a woman it's the hair it's the nails it's the makeup it's the outfit it's all of that just on aesthetics alone let alone making sure that i talk myself up and be like you a bad bitch you're gonna come out here and pop your pussy it's gonna be so cute like (laughs) like you know what i mean i gotta like hype myself up a little bit make sure i'm feeling myself so it comes across that way yeah because it's because the thing about it is, is that this game is mentally tasking. And two, the other part of it is, is that you have made it to where you're not dependent upon boy-girl content because mm-hmm. you're doing the fetish, because you're doing the other stuff. And that's why I tell females you have to have your repertoire, extensive repertoire, because if the boy-girl ain't selling, your fetish might be. If your fetish might not be selling, that boy-girl might be selling. If your content is not selling, because you have the up and downs of the sales of the content, that's the reason why you do the custom. That's the reason why you do the webcam and stuff of that nature. You know, period. It's called a brand. Building your brand. And And I mean, that's what I'm really trying to work on is, you know, not only building my, my base as far as my followers, but just building myself as a person and being more consistent across the board as far as putting content out and the quality of content and just everything else and just consistency overall is is the goal this year yeah because that's one thing i hate about OnlyFans and some of these sites they push you to do quantity and that wasn't there before because even when i was with OnlyFans for the short time i was with very short um I kept getting emails. You haven't updated this week. And I'm used to updating monthly. I'm the mm-hmm. kind of person I like to build anticipation for the scene, the trailers, the pretty girl pics, the 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 professional looking stills, not the stills that you take off of the scene, but the stills mm-hmm. that you take with the picture. You know, pretty and I think that got lost in the industry as well because no one builds anticipation for their scenes. You know, period. You know, and plus also to me, it's good that you don't do a lot of boy girl content because when you drop it, it makes a bigger impact. That's true. That's true. You know, so 
Yes, baby girl. I could talk to you for hours, but I have to shut this down because I have another show to do. But okay, I want you back. Oh, want you back. So okay, can I call you a smoke buddy? Oh, absolutely. People, and you heard it first. She will be back to the smokers' lounge, and she will be back on the premium smoke room because the best smoke is always premium. Four ninety nine a month. Seven premium podcasts for you to enjoy. We're more uncensored, more unpredictable, more wilder. She might pull out a titty. She might suck on a lot of I'm, pop. You know what I'm saying? You, you don't know. know unless you subscribe. Exclusively on Spotify. That's the only place that you can watch it. You can subscribe. Anchor.fm backslash smoke this over. OVA backslash subscribe. And you can only watch it on your Spotify account. And that's the only place you're going to be able to see it. So with that being said, Miss Moon, tell everybody yeah. where they can spend that money on you. Please do. Um, the easiest place to find me is Twitter. I have my link tree on there. It has everything in there that you could ever wish for. Uh, my Twitter is island underscore girl 475. Hit me up. Send me a DM. Check out the OnlyFans, all the fun stuff. Definitely. We got a lot more to talk about when she come back because it's oh, a lot. Absolutely. I didn't get to get to it. So with that being said, people, you know how we end these things all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Say goodbye to the smokers, baby. Goodbye, babes. <laughs>